enamored with our smoked meats. Hey, this is James H. Carr II from the Creepy Kingdom podcast and the director of the Foolish Mortals documentary. And when I'm not making documentaries and creeping around my podcast, I'm listening to the Mickey Dudes podcast. Your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'll be your host for this evening, Dan Cohen. And with me tonight, from our rotating band of dudes, from the Great Plains of Buffalo, New York, Chuck Fitzgerald. Chuck? Um, Buffalo... Buffalo's not in the Great Plains area. That's where buffaloes are, Chuck. That is where buffaloes are, but that is not where buffalo is. Hmm. What sound does the buffalo make, Chuck? Well, right now we sound an awful lot like the Blue Jays. (laughs) (laughs) Go Jays. Go Jays, I guess. Or go Reds, really. I mean, it's really go Tribe, but, you know. From... The place that only New Yorkers call Houston, Texas, Jeff Williams. I what? Wait, wait. I have an objection. Okay. I am from New York, thusly a New Yorker. I have never ever called it Houston. <laughs> but only New Yorkers call it Houston. I'm not saying all New Yorkers call it Houston. Hmm. One of those weird if-then math problems. Okay, go on, Jeff. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Flash for hi. Flash photography. I wouldn't. It alters homing signal, and that's not good. And it also seems to irritate Chuck for some reason. Flash I mean, photography is ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand why that's a question, though. <laughs> and last but not least, from the original city by the bay, Cincinnati, Ohio, Annie Clarf. Chris, can you grab my black bless Paul? <laughs> That was a, a new in, a new intonation of that. Yeah, very odd uh, spacing on that one. It's like if the recording Never got do anything normal. Twisted. <laughs> Did the recording skip? <laughs> Chris, the Les Paul. <laughs> Today at the theme park, somebody overheard somebody uh, misquoting. You know how you always hear uh, misrepresentation of things. People know it alls. Uh, Somebody said was trying to tell somebody at Rock and Roller Coaster that Gene Simmons was uh, one of the people on the ride, <laughs> but then it just kicked off this discussion about what if Kiss would have, what if it had been a Kiss ride? Can you imagine that? I kind can't, of I definitely can't imagine that. It would have been pretty cool. <laughs> Lots spikier. <laughs> Some more well, leather my daddies. Good friends, her little kid was obsessed with Kiss for whatever reason. Like, I think she saw her on Guitar Hero or something like that. Or saw them, I should say, on Guitar Hero. But in any case, so Kiss always feels like a wholesome thing to me. Like, yeah, kids <laughs> love Kiss. Of course, well, they, it would make perfect sense. They're like black and white clowns. Well, exactly. This kid, she met all of them with the face paint on. <laughs> I did, did you know that Kiss has a, a chain of restaurants? No. <laughs> Apparently, it's not bad. That sounds like the setup to a joke, but then it wasn't. It wasn't. It's, I mean, it's... it's a are, are we sure it's un- not a joke? 
unfunny like, joke. <laughs> Do you guys know that Kiss has a chain of restaurants? <laughs> yeah. It's just it, my natural cadence, Annie. They've been making out pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> When you wish upon a cookie, magical things happen. Wish Upon a Cookie is a New Jersey-based custom cookie company started by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical cookie dreams into a reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Wish Upon a Cookie's creations are extensions of your inspiration. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a cookie. Visit them online today at wishuponacookie.com and on Instagram, wishuponacookie201. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. All right. Well, uh, now that we've gotten all of the frivolity out of the way, why don't we just dive right into our topic this evening? And if that's okay with you guys. Good? Good. Sure. I mean, you asked and then answered the question. Yep. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yes, I did. So I have some bad news, guys. The aliens have come. It was inevitable. Why is that bad news? Well, because it's up to us to save humanity. Or, you know, if we we elect not to, I suppose, uh, we wouldn't. But it's up to Mm -hmm. us to save humanity by... Showing them the best of our world. And by our world, I mean Disney World. And when I say the best, I mean most representative of the park. So, this evening, we are going to go around and each provide our most representative attraction from every Disney World park. The thing that most exemplifies the spirit of the Magic Kingdom, of Epcot, of Animal Kingdom. Also of that other one that I can't think of the name of. Hollywood Studios. MGM Studios? MGM Disney Hollywood Paramount Picture Studios. Star Wars Studios. Star Wars Land and their auxiliary locations. Uh, so we'll do the we'll do the attractions and we'll do the dining location in each park, which I had a really a hard time with, I have to say. Uh, but without further ado, so this is we're going to try to get the aliens to say, yes, humans, you are worth saving because of Ockershoots. <laughs> now, are, are we 
saving humanity with its current iteration or a previous iteration? Mmm, good question. I say play it how you like. <laughs> we have a time machine as well. Save humanity. <laughs> Just go with that. We can't be, okay, so I'll lay down one ground rule. It can't be, you can't say Mr. Toad's Wild Ride because it's not there anymore in any iteration. But you could potentially say Alien Encounter. But that's not there anymore either. Well, I, Stitch's Great Escape is gone now too. You're right. So you couldn't. But you could have last year. <laughs> okay, can we use the time machine to go back to last year? You could, yeah, sure. Yeah, let's pretend we're recording this podcast last summer. Last 2019 in the, the glory days, the halcyon days of 2019. The salad days, if you will. You know, like, my whole life growing up, I read the word halcyon wrong and thought it was Halicon. <laughs> and I just pronounced it like that in my head all the time. Like the Halicon days. days. Yeah. And then hmm. I was, was, you know, when you read something wrong because you never heard it. Yeah, that happens to me a lot. But that was a particularly uh, gruesome example. <laughs> That is Isn't pretty bad. It's just like um, when somebody says chutzpah instead of chutzpah. Chutzpah. Yeah. Chutzpah. There's more of a It's got a Yeah, it's a lot of You got to get that out of it. Oh, that's great. This is going to be good for ASMR. Or the fans of these <laughs> like our ASMR. <laughs> it's going to be great podcasting. Yeah. Just Chuck yeah. and Dan clearing their throats for five minutes. <laughs> Without further ado, why don't we get rolling? Chuck? Why don't you kick us off with the attraction you would present to the aliens from the Magic Kingdom? So from the Magic Kingdom, there's only a couple of options. But I agree. The first I would do to show how the the humans really don't pose a threat to the aliens is Space Mountain. If they think that that is what we imagine space travel to be like, they're going to be like, "Wow, these people are idiots. They're they, they can stay. They're not going to be of any trouble whatsoever." If and when we do decide to colonize their planet. Mm-hmm. Um, Logical. Yeah, that's all I got. It, I mean, that, that space travel's not like that. I mean, you're not strapped in by the lap bar and, you know, hope for the best. But it is also one of the more entertaining rides. And if we really want to impress them, we can give them like a, a Halloween space mountain with all the lights on or make it like Christmassy. Like, let them see space mountain in all of the um, different iterations. All right. It's great. I like that answer. Thanks, Chuck. Uh, Annie, why don't you hit us? Hit um, us next with the Magic Kingdom. How would you save us? I I chose the Jungle Cruise. All right. I thought that um, we could endear the aliens to us with our playful sense of humor, and uh, yeah, and our playful sense of humor, basically. <laughs> There's because nothing. What else? I've always said, Annie, that there's nothing that aliens like more than English wordplay. Well, obviously, have you seen Sunny Eclipse? You're That's right. like his specialty. You're right. Puns. Pun out. Pun on pun on pun. Yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of, a, of an example of a pun that he used. But I couldn't. All I could think of his mother-in-law jokes. <laughs> He's more of like anyway, the Don Rickles of. It's clear. It's very obvious that aliens like 
weird, cheesy, like, humor like that. So I, you just proved my point for me. Clearly obvious. This is the right, the correct answer. All right. Jungle Cruise. The Jungle Cruise. Superstar. <laughs> Jeff, what do you say? Oh, man. I'm going all over the place with this one, but um, I, I think I'm going to give him Pirates of the Caribbean, and, and here's why. Mm. Um, I'm kind of treating it as kind of like a um, a secret uh, way to maybe defend ourselves. Um, I'm assuming these aliens might be, who knows what they're made up of. Are you trying to scare them? Like you're trying, trying to, to scare them. Pirates going, at them? Yeah, yeah, don't mess with us. And then, and then in the least... <laughs> They're gonna look up this rum stuff and go, "What is this rum?" And then we'll get them all drunk, and then then we're gonna, you know, do the whipsy doodle on them and uh, and uh, do the end around. I don't know. Insert your metaphor. Did, did here. you say the whipsy doodle? Uh, yeah. He did. Is yeah. there a probe involved? <laughs> Ideally, want to be, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Doodle on the alien, and uh, you know, Jeff, you went dark with this. And we win. <laughs> I uh, so you're not trying to necessarily save us by letting them leave us alone, but you want to murder the aliens, right? Right. In an or scare out, them, intimidate them. an outward or act of aggression. Them. It's a much better option. He's trying to just imply that we are not to be truffled with. That's right. Uh, Don't truffle with truffle? us. <laughs> yes, truffle with. It's an office reference. Yes. <laughs> Only '90s kids will understand. Uh, I I would actually qualify as a '90s kid. <laughs> um, gotta did, be honest. You didn't get it. Did you even internet? No. Well, I mean, I am double interneting right now. I mean, I got a nice podcast going on right here. You know, we're we're truffling with French fries or something. I don't know what's going on. And then uh, I'm watching the Reds game. By the way, I'll they're losing. The yes, I know they're losing. By, have you ever noticed that if you say the word truffle enough times, the uh, the ads on Instagram for that truffle hot sauce will pop up? <laughs> nope. You're having You will now. <laughs> Everybody's let's, listening. Let's truffle on to the next person, I think, is you, Dan. Right? The next person is me. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, Thanks, Dan, Chuck. What are you doing, Dan? <laughs> I, I forgot that I was hosting and need to move this along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I choose the soon to be no longer version of splash mountain uh it i i just think it's the most all-around it's the perfect ride that it, it shows the whimsy of disney it's got some thrills it's got animatronic expertise uh, it's a water ride, so just in case the aliens are like from um, signs, they would not. Well, like I the do water. have a question. What happens if you get them wet, like the Mogwai? Well, they're not Mogwai, but they might be afraid How of do you like. Know? Well, I guess Dan's that's a good point. Choice is even darker than Jeff's. He's just straight up slaughtering <laughs> them all. I, them it is also that it, it could be like the Wicked Witch of the West, and they just melt, and then we won't know what happened. Well, and, and clearly they are not going to be able to read the signs that say sit down, so they'll just behead themselves down the chute. Oh, goodness. <laughs> would they be beheaded or would they just launch out? Wouldn't this the, <laughs> what, what is the, uh, on signs, the, uh... Yeah, the signs aliens. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan has a whole thing about water. Redeeming humanity, not showing how we're like <laughs> callous, impulsive, and violent, brutal, and not worth saving because you can't trust us. Well, 
I went with the where it's too dumb to be worried about, and everyone else is trying to actually murder the aliens. This is why women should be in charge. <laughs> and he's just like, they, who doesn't love a pun? And we're all like, kill him! <laughs> uh, what about the... What about the restaurant? Just like, I'm not going to kill him. I just want to scare him real bad. <laughs> I'm not scaring him. Oh, wait. They, they may actually be beheaded. Oh. They might be beheaded. It's a terrible place to beheaded if you don't know how to read English. True. No, it's a Jungle Cruise pun, Annie. You missed it. Oh. <laughs> um. I, was, <laughs> I was looking at my page. Um, I, I do have another comment. If yeah. We're done with the Magic Kingdom. We're done with the Magic Kingdom for attraction, not yeah, dining. Now, one of us mentioned Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, where we are trying to defeat aliens. I mean, if you get a Galactic Hero on there, they're going to be like, whoa, don't want to mess with this guy. They just get offended by that. Right. Why? Because of the plastic attached to the because table. Because like a crude representation of their race that we're shooting at. Wouldn't yeah. you be offended? This conversation is making me change my <laughs> Epcot answer. <laughs> I like to keep everybody on their toes. Uh -huh. It seems like the, the the intent is going toward more like toward Earth's defense systems as opposed to just like an intergalactic uh, United Nations or an something. Intergalactic kegger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Speaking of keggers, what, Chuck, what restaurant would you take the aliens to in the Magic Kingdom to say, this is what the Magic Kingdom is all about? I, I'm going to have to say uh, we're, we're going to see Sunny Eclipse. You're going to go they, see they Sunny. Be, they will be Attention, all enamored this by our loving representation <laughs> of what we think the the alien species is that they, they are just gonna they're gonna love it it'll be they're the first time the aliens Doesn't ever say am i a joke to you okay. <laughs> well i think that the real point is as i pointed out to pat that we know that cosmic rays is a galactic space franchise so it's probable that they're already familiar with cosmic rays it's like so going it's like familiar going with cosmic rays doesn't mean they're with sunny eclipse that's uh, true well, I don't, I he's think just he's a local guy he's like yeehaw bob <laughs> are you saying that aliens wouldn't know who yeehaw bob is they probably would wouldn't really? going to like a cosmic rays be like an american going to mcdonald's in paris though in times square yeah exactly the sbarro <laughs> when you get the real new york pizza <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, okay, so uh, Chuck has us going to Cosmic Race. Uh, Jeff, where are you? Where were you gonna take us? You skipped me. No, I'm just changing it up the order. Oh. <laughs> I'd go to Casey's Corner. I I think it'd be a really good idea of us to introduce them to tubular meats, um, <laughs> so they could realize what they want to do to us after they kill us. <laughs> Just they're gonna make a well, sausage out of it. Jeff possible. just wants them to know what we might do to them. Yeah, yeah. It's more threats. <laughs> it's more threats. Show them how we make the sausage. Ugh. 
You want to give him a taste of like Americana, huh? I like it. Right. You know. It's a real it's a real like uh throwback. I like it. Yeah. Can I can we ask a quick question about your guys' hot dog eating preferences? Sure. Are we gonna argue about it's not a sandwich i just want well i I definitely agree that it's not a sandwich do we who puts ketchup on their hot dog um it's it varies okay i have to be in the right mood for ketchup which is maybe once a year i will go with either barbecue sauce Mm. or hot sauce Ooh, i've never heard hot sauce i like a barbecue sauce though that's pretty that's clever annie jeff do you put Uh ketchup on your hot dog Either ketchup or plain is my MO. Okay. No, actually, in general, it's kind of a disgust me, but ironic. We talked about. Uh... <laughs> you said that so nicely. <laughs> Generally speaking, I'm just disgusted, but. <laughs> it's ironic we're talking about Cosmic Rays because we ate there last month and I, they, they, they had a foot long chili dog and I had this weird wild hair and put ketchup and mustard on there. So. There on the go. chili dog. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Um, yep. We put mustard on our cheese cone. Well, I don't. But I do. Lots of people. Oh, wait. You could also put cheese on the hot dog, too. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Annie, where do you take us? Oh, well. Uh, wait. Know. Dan didn't answer about the hot dog. Oh, I, I definitely put hot ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah. But not like a. If it's like a sausage, like a smoked sausage or something like that, I don't. But if it's like a ballpark hot dog, I put hot well, dog, a ketchup sausage on sausage is not the same thing as a hot dog. I agree. But I wanted to clarify for the listeners that I'm not a, a barbarian. <laughs> can I go now? Yes, you can. Okay, Sorry. so I... <laughs> how dare you? Sorry, Mom. <laughs> wow. Um, so I chose... You'll love this. This makes this falls right in line with everything we've discussed and actually is the best answer. Now, Deanne, I know you said something about not being able to like time travel or whatever, but I'm doing it anyway, and I'm choosing the, uh, uh, the McDonald's French fry cart that used to be there. Nice. Okay. Because um, I think that the aliens would like to try McDonald's French fries. I mean, give them a... Uh, like a decent french fry and it's got to be the french fry from like back then too like old-fashioned french fries with trans fats or whatever in them when they used beef tallow mm-hmm. i don't know what they <laughs> used but i know that i used to really love french fries and now i don't really like them mcdonald's french fries and i don't like them yeah much, they, so. they changed the frying oil from beef tallow to just vegetable oil but i think it's more than that i think it's like you know, them totally different in any case uh, the point is, is that I want the aliens to get some good French fries, and the dining in Magic Kingdom sucks. Is the is the undercurrent of my answer? So it, I went with some French fries. It is not great, although I did really enjoy. Are you uh, send them to Tony's? Like, no. <laughs> this is spaghetti. It's the best spaghetti we got. <laughs> I uh, no, I'm gonna take them to the Crystal Palace. Uh, it's terrible food and it's disgusting, but it's pretty. And it has disorienting characters that will come to your table. <laughs> um, but they're just going to think it's real, like our real royalty. Like, and these are. <laughs> yeah. Here's, and like, because there is like a level of worship around these giant, you know, stuffed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. creatures. I, 
I really always love going to the Crystal Palace. I don't. The food's not good, and the service is just fine. But the atmosphere is service. Not bad. It's a buffet. Well, I mean, you but they've got the like the, the people with the really. Yeah, I'm not that good. I'm not that good at it. Okay, <laughs> I, I drop stuff. I sometimes curse at the other patrons. It's a real rough scene, man. So I do have a question about this. Yeah. Are you not concerned that the poo is going to be lost in translation? And they think that you're going to be serving them not food. Giant bear on a... Oh, you mean like would we be serving them right. actual poo? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Good. Uh, that's a good point. Um, that you had not thought of. I did not think of that at all. You have to. I have to admit that um, that... I did not delve that deeply. You're right. My so maybe are um so much better than everyone else. Maybe just Tortuga Tavern then, I guess. Get some uh <laughs> some shredded beef. I don't know. Mm. Get him a turkey leg. I mean, I agree with Crystal Palace. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta be careful of the the meanings. I always thought that it was such a strange uh name for a bear anyway, but he's a poo bear. <laughs> Uh, I think it's time with that to move on to Epcot. So Chuck, Epcot. we've Fun taken the alien, the aliens. We've survived long enough to get through the Magic Kingdom, and you've taken them to Epcot. What attraction are you, perhaps tormenting them or trapping them on, uh, mm -hmm. in the new spirit of the rules? <laughs> huh. So, I think I'm gonna show them. To go back to my, hey, we're too dumb to really cause any real harm <laughs> mentality. Yeah. And I'm going to show them um, Soren. They're either going to be enamored by the music or they're going to wonder why we made the Eiffel Tower bend in the video. <laughs> didn't they fix that? No. It's the second one. That's why I didn't pick Soren. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have picked it. The second one is, yeah, it's rough. It. It is strange that they that it bends, but you don't think that they would be like confused by the, the motion? What if they were like really easily prone to motion sickness? Well, then how did They're, they get here in the first yeah. place? They have you know like a gyroscope in their ship. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that weightlessness is still going to be weightlessness regardless of a gyroscope. All right. How come no one in Star Wars is floating around their spaceships? <laughs> they have gravity things. Gravitrons? Yeah, Leah Leah floats outside the ship before she unfreezes herself and somehow yeah. forces her way back to the ship. Yeah, but they're not doing that in like the actual ship. Does the actual ship have a gravitational field? I always just I think so. I always got the sense that like, you know, the novelty of floating around was like so 2000 and late, you know what I mean? Like they're just so far beyond that. It's not fun for them anymore. Okay, very good. So, uh, Soren. Soren. All right. Uh, Annie. Um, okay, well, so I decided that I wanted to give... I thought that Spaceship Earth was, like, a little too obvious of an answer. And I wanted to give them, like, still give them a taste of Earth culture, since they're in the park that has the most Earth culture to be consumed, at least, you know, as far as world culture is concerned. Sure. So for that reason, I'm sending them to the China Pavilion to see reflections of China so they can enjoy <laughs> Circle Vision and learning a little bit about 
uh, another country while they're here. Their 17 eyes will be appreciative. They no, because then they'll come and they'll appreciate that there's like so much culture to be had. They'll fall in love with humans. They'll think we're adorable. We have so many different fun customs and things for them to come learn and explore and different flora and fauna, different climates, different people, Mm. different languages, all sorts of fun and exotic things for them to to visit beyond just our Disney taste of Disney World we're giving them. So for that reason, I chose Reflections of China. Mm -hmm. I love it. Outside the box. It should be inside the box, honestly. I think I'm (laughs) the one that's in the box here. (laughs) You need to get out of the box. If anyone should be in charge of meeting these aliens, it is clearly me. (laughs) Very clearly. I wish I could disagree with you. Jeff. <laughs> oh, well, I was going to actually give them a taste of real uh, earthling culture and, and send them to test track and help them see <laughs> about designing their own vehicles that we drive around on for some reason. And then and in the showroom at the exit, you know, I'm going to try to sell them a Corvette or something. And, uh, you know, maybe make a fast buck on these aliens. Can you actually buy a car from the, the thing? My daughter asked me that last time we left. I'm like, I don't know. I guess if you show, rolled up with a, you know, hundred hundred k, I'm sure they wouldn't turn you away. I mean, go ask a cast member. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You cannot have this one. This is just for show. This doesn't even have an engine in it. <laughs> it's just a, it's a hollow shell of a Corvette. Right. They I like have, it. Like a crazy test drive track there or something where you can drive. I nobody say Tom Petty or whatever. One where you can drive like cool cars. Where it's, like, they test have track, but you're well, they have the Ferrari. the motor speedway, don't they? Um, wait. Yeah, Tom Petty, <laughs> Richard Petty, Kyle Petty, Richard Petty, right? R- Richard. Yeah, Richard I, the old one. I was expecting a free falling joke in there somewhere, and it just didn't come. <laughs> well, you know, it's the it truly I will be the last dance with Mary Jane. <laughs> I, I don't know what happens. It's this thing where, like, I just am a total mom about, like, names of things. I love it. I swear, <laughs> this, this whole podcast run, is running down a drain right now. <laughs> I don't even know if we're a Disney podcast at this point. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Success! Uh, Speak on Aliens, presented by the Mickey <laughs> <laughs> So, Jeff, you're taking us to Test Track. Yeah, give them a little culture of our motorized uh, world. I like it. Um, I am taking a similar tack, but going with the natural world, and I'm taking them to living with the land. Uh, See, that was my other option. I thought about Mission Space, just to troll them a little bit, but uh, (laughs) they're like, what's this crap? Uh, (laughs) Are we a joke to you? (laughs) What what's next? Cosmic rays. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think that you know, as Annie said, flora and fauna. This is a we're, we're going to show them how we can cultivate the earth under their rule. You know, uh, it shows them different re- arid arid regions and uh, wet regions, desert regions, regions of all kinds. Just regions, you know. Are there any other regions that you want to mention? 
perhaps a like a glacial region or maybe a a, a rainforest like a nether. tropical region oh yes the nether regions yep okay. oh boy i like living with land that's a cute idea i didn't think of that well and I here's like my answer here's my but thought. i think it's cute Here's my thought with living with the land. We could actually show them some techniques that they don't know or some foods that they are unaware of. That's true. It could, act, it could be helpful to them. It, it could not only be helpful, but we have to keep them a secret and not let them out of the boat. Um, they could go on the behind the scenes. No, we can't let them know that because if they gain our knowledge, then they don't need to keep us around anymore. Yes, although maybe they're allergic to shrimp. Again, this is why a woman ought to be in charge. I don't understand that one. Share our techniques. Yeah, I'm right, not following this aliens. one. Right, but after after we're done sharing, they can they don't need us anymore. Yeah, but they will, we have proven our usefulness to them. All right, all right, bitter pat. <laughs> uh, how about a how about a restaurant? Let's uh let's mix it up. Let's go Annie first this time. Yay! Wonderful. Well, I'm taking them <laughs> to the San Angel Inn. Oh, the best. Um, uh, I, You know, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of the food there, honestly. I don't think it's, like, quite up to the price, but the it's Hacienda worth is it better for the ambiance. So not only in this instance am I introducing the aliens to some delicious Mexican food some delicious i don't know if they drink or not they can have a margarita whatever i'm also introducing them to all the sights and sounds the feeling of being in mexico again so they're endeared to our little planet and all of our customs and cultures around the globe and what's more i'm introducing them to the entire concept of perpetual twilight which they will be eternally grateful for because they're i mean what's better than perpetual twilight and volcanoes. <laughs> and, and volcanoes with hidden Mickeys in the smoke. Oh, yeah. I bet the... Oh, they'll love that, too. See? They're going to be like, these humans are so freaking cute. They hide little Mickey heads and stuff. I love that. Will they understand the concept of Mickey by this point? Well, uh, it's a good question. <laughs> or do they think we just worship a mouse? Mickey's the whole reason they came, I think. Okay, that's fair. They found the <laughs> They found Carl Sagan's golden record... <laughs> right. Um, uh, Jeff, hit us with your uh, Epcot. Epcot is. Uh, I'm going to go with Garden Grill. Actually, I think that's uh, kind of continues with that living with the land concept. But uh, in general, I think the rotating restaurant idea is just going to send them over the top. I think they're going to either uh, once again be sick from the rotating because they were put in suspended animation and they can't handle this rotating stuff. Or they're going to be so flabbergasted and uh, be able to see a little taste of the living with the land while you're eating. Uh, and the, once again, the royalty is coming around and uh, greeting them as they eat. So it's beautiful, beautiful combination. I like it. I like it. Chuck, where are we going? So someone mentioned it. Um, I, I think it was you, actually, Dan. We're going to go to La Hacienda. Oh, yeah. But... Hacienda, the food is great there. Oh, food's delicious. I'm going to make sure that they get uh, a little queso fundido, you know, nice uh, corn soup to go with that. Um, what else did I have? I had the, uh, the, the, the pork. Did I have the pork? Cantalones. 
Uh, well, please wear pantalones while in the restaurant is what I was asked. Not really <laughs> asked. It was just kind of <clears throat> strong. You know what? That's not important. Um, what did I have? Oh, I had the braised Free beef. Holes? I had the braised beef. Um, that was really good. Um, but we're going to go during early 2019 and we're going to see illuminations while we're in the restaurant. <laughs> nice touch. I, I like, like that. that. That's good. Um, and this one, this one will be more along the lines of, wow, these humans can actually do this. We discovered this only 5,000 years ago, but look at where <laughs> they are now. <laughs> I was half waiting for you to say like, and maybe they'll be afraid of the fireworks. <laughs> well, they away. may be afraid of our mastery of fire. <laughs> they will be afraid of how limited we are. They'll think we're cute. They're not going to be afraid of us. We're, they're we're like, like, they're adorable. <laughs> Look at the music that they have with the. We can't let them see um, Epcot forever, though. We're like slugs to them. They'll be like. I'm, just, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go off on Epcot forever. I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> well, uh, instead, I will contribute my restaurant to the mix. I I would take them. I said this in a joking way earlier, but I would take them to Akershus. The food is disgusting, <laughs> but there's pretty girls that come around in giant costumes, and I think that I like to continue this idea of taking them on a, a character parade because they will be confused by it. Right, so we could have also taken them to Morocco, where there's pretty girls shaking their hips or whatever they do over there. Too much. <laughs> it's too much for them. It would Is overwhelm it the spices their. That's a little on their tum tums, or I, I mean, I well, Morocco is actually a, I mean, a delicious, an actually good restaurant. Right, but uh, are we concerned about the spice on their tum tums? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I would be concerned about the aliens' tums. Yes. Little tummy tums, yep. You no, know, you do that and then give them some tums before and or after. Mm. They could think you're like a wizard. <laughs> oh, I like it. You, you set them up to knock them down and bring knock them back. down to bring them back up. You pull them back up. You, you knock them over and you save them. It's very yeah. like Stockholm syndrome y. Yeah, th then they'll need us for but, the magical tums. But what if they're more like fish creatures and and at the bar there you know there's all that's why we dried... didn't go to living seas mm. well that you know they've got uh all the fish on the uh food buffet at the uh, acker shoes and oh god man we could we could really it's... screw it up on that one it's really bad <laughs> you're gonna love one of my later answers humans should not go there <laughs> um so acker oh uh, it's just rough i think it is I, I did it once with dave and I got to be honest, we were late for our ADR because we decided to go ride Frozen Ever After first. <laughs> uh, what did you just, What did you think of the food there? Two dudes hanging out. Two well, dudes hanging out at the Acker Shoes. Either way, Um, food. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry. What's our next question? Next question is Animal Kingdom. Good. The the aliens have have been pleased thus far with our displays thanks of to dominance. Me. Thanks to Annie only, I guess. <laughs> Although I thought that, that some of our answers were pretty good. I thought, but you know, just hadn't been told or wrong. What, yet. what does my Y chromosome know? 
Uh, Annie, why don't we kick it off with you in the Animal Kingdom? What attraction? I know it's your favorite park. Good. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal all y'all's answer for this, probably, because I gave the basic Becky answer, which is the safari. Personally, not a huge fan of the safari, but the reason I'm not the biggest fan of the safari is because I'm spoiled. I live near a really great zoo, and I grew up seeing animals in the zoo all the time, so it doesn't really excite me that much to see animals when I'm at Disney World. However, our alien friends, yet again, I want them to be endeared to our little planet, so I want them to see our animals and take an interest in the creatures we have here on Earth and preserving our planet so we can preserve the diversity of life within it, not just human life, but animal life as well. So for that reason, I chose the Kilimanjaro Zavara. I think that's a very reasonable middle of the road, no risk suggestion. <laughs> Uh, congratulations, yeah, Annie. I'm, I really am trying to save humanity here, Dan. <laughs> the stakes are really high. The stakes are very high. You are right. We are probably not taking it as seriously as we should. Um, and to that end, Jeff, tell us, <laughs> tell us where we're, tell us where you're taking the aliens at Animal Kingdom. Flash photography, I wouldn't at Alter Zone. <laughs> now, anyway, I'm going to Dinosaur. Uh, I think I love the way Annie put it, and Basically, I, I think they're going to share our fascination with time travel and extinct creatures. And mm. I'm hoping that by seeing Dinosaur and they can see how uh, sad it would be if, if, if we were all extinct and maybe they can help us out by not us not kind of killing ourselves. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. And, and we'll get a little scared, but, the, but in like a good way. In like a like a thrilling way. Like, hey, this could happen again. Do we really want to hang out around here? No, not, not like <laughs> that. No. Like, you know, oh, gracious, what a frightening ride. That was thrilling. Thank you. <laughs> Do they have monocles? Annie like, does not like dinosaur. Zap? They're like, why didn't they laser zap that an uh, asteroid, idiots? I mean, <laughs> Dan, it doesn't scare me anymore because like nothing works on it anymore. It used to scare me a lot, that ride, but now... There I have a... another question. Yes. Now, none of us were around for the asteroid to hit. Are we sure it wasn't the aliens on their first go-around? <laughs> Maybe it was. Maybe the aliens were like, they found us out! The, no, they'll they... enjoy reliving the glory. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or they'll be concerned that we know too much. Are they British, Annie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quite right. Extincted it to the dinosaurs. Oh. <laughs> Is that the uh, the word for that? Extincted? It is. Yeah. <laughs> the, in in it, it's like how like uh, the British say saxophone. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They say extincted. Aluminium and laboratory. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Dan. Chuck. Where are we headed? So I think for this one, it's it, it's a tough choice. But I think I'm going to take them over to Conservation Station. All right. Now, we do still have the working um, vet labs over there, correct? They're not yeah. used as often, but they still exist. So maybe we'll get lucky when we go over there. We could show them that we can draw, or in my case, that we are unable to draw. Um, so any schematics that I give someone later on, not going to be useful. 
Um, but it also show us show them our usefulness for adapting medical technology to potentially save other species. Okay, okay, I like it. Are the ingenu like the ingenuity it. of the Earth people exactly the adaptability, the ingenuity? I like it. Quite I like right. It. I <laughs> again took a little bit of a different approach. Um, I want to take them to Flight of Passage because it shows that we can we can colonize them if we wanted. You know, we could go to an alien planet and mine it for unobtainium uh, and so tame their beasts and did, ride them. Uh, <laughs> did, did you not see the movie? I I saw I saw some like stills from it. It looked like it was about like how this like you know lowly planet was saved by these humans that came from far away and uh, they got you they were given the part of the movie. they were given jobs and hey, we're not uh, showing them the movie we're showing them the ride mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keep the movie secret yeah about that you know what it, it'll probably be fine well who knows what happens in the sequel. No one will ever know what happens at the sequel. <laughs> is the sequel ever James coming out? Cameron knows. I think it is. Yeah, it's coming out next year. Oh, that'll be fun. First movie back. Uh, it's like uh, there's free beer tomorrow. I really like <laughs> this idea of like intimidating the aliens. I I hadn't thought about that when I pitched this topic, but it's well, one man. It, it, it took back over, by the way. One man's intimidation oh. is another man's provocation. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, with that, um, Jeff, tell us, what meal are you taking the the aliens to in Animal Kingdom? Indubitably. Um, yes, uh, I'm going to take them to Flame Tree Barbecue. Yes. Uh, I feel like the aliens are so tired of eating Soylent Green because they're tired of making, um, you know. Um, no wonder that you they, so threatened. Yeah. And so I figured they would just fall in love and be enamored with our smoked meats. Uh, this goes, you know, they're, <laughs> they're not used to eating, you know, raw or, you know, flesh of another animal. So I think they all get excited about it. Or once again, could be intimidated by the fact that we uh, smoke our, our little animals and eat them. I, I think the phrase enamored with our smoked meats is my favorite phrase uttered so far on the podcast today. <laughs> uh, Chuck, Chuck, what restaurant are you hitting us with? So I'm going to take the aliens to, um, I, I think for this one, I'm going to go to Kilimanjaro Safaris. There's a lot of delicious are animals out there. <laughs> and we're not one of them. It doubles as a restaurant. I like it. It does have the Boma out there. <laughs> You're just feeding them raw, raw African animals, raw African game. I mean, they can cook it. There's, there is a kitchen out there. They get, you would lure them into the gator pit. What if they get attacked by an animal? It's not my issue. <laughs> well, you guys... it will be when they want to blow up the earth jump. Did you guys ever see the freshman? This is uh, a game. That needs to be on. The freshman with games. Matthew Broderick and Marlon yeah. Brando? Yeah. Oh, they be reviewed on uh, Annie and Danny's Fast Pass podcast. 
Yeah, what what year is that from? It's like late eighties, 1990. maybe. 1990. Oh, that was <laughs> a it, round year. It's a uh, it's kind of uh, the Office did a little play on it. Um, whenever um, Dwight brought all the people to uh, host his first um, event, mm. and it's about the exotic endangered animal, uh, especially food items, <laughs> like the secret underground. <laughs> The, yeah, the uh, secret underground like uh, dining scene where they're eating Komodo dragon and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's a good so, movie. It's very entertaining. Uh, so, so uh, are we good with that as an answer? Because if not, yeah, we're good. Okay, very good. <laughs> Smoke well, I, Rhino, wait, I'm, I wanted to I'm hear where you were going to go with it. I'm good with it, but I, what was your second choice? <laughs> um, the, the second option is uh, whatever's over at um, Pandora. What's it called? Tiffins? Satuli. 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 Oh. Satuli, yep. Yeah, so oh once again, <laughs> options of food and grain bowls. Also, there's alcohol, so if they enjoy, you know, a little uh, drinky drink, we can get them drunk. I like your style. I like your style. Annie. Well. Follow it up. You know. You know. Whenever I have to pick something in Animal Kingdom. You know I'm going to be going to Tiffin's because I want them to eat that big old crusty fish. <laughs> so they're going to be going to Tiffin's to eat the creepy old sustainable fried whole fish. <laughs> I hope they're not fish aliens because if so, then I have are. suddenly made a grave mistake in my <laughs> in my otherwise very well thought out plan. <laughs> suddenly your feminine wiles are not so feminine. <laughs> Or wily. It's not about feminine wiles. It's about <laughs> empathy and and not scaring people. <laughs> I don't know what that means. At the eleventh hour, Annie blows it and kills us all. <laughs> Give him a she, trusty fish. She served trying to be funny. Whole fish, the fish people. <laughs> Can you imagine just the cringe moment of me having to stand there while they serve a whole dead fish to a fish alien? <laughs> They just look around in shock and horror. Yeah. Um, while we contemplate that, I'm going to take us to Restaurantosaurus. Because Nobody I've never eaten... Nobody said eat... Pizzafari. What's that? Nobody said Pizzafari. I mean, it's just pizza. It's just it's Sparrow. It was a joke. Um, Restaurantosaurus, just because I, I like the idea of them thinking that it might be dinosaurs that they're eating. <laughs> you know, like especially if they're big dinosaurs, I like I like the sense that we can we can take them down. You know, grind right. them up into meat. <laughs> they're smoked meats that they're enamored right. with. Disrespect. <laughs> well, that wraps up the animal kingdom, and to to finish our tour, that somehow we made it through unscathed yet again. I'm not sure how that's even possible at this at this point, uh, but we're gonna make it. We're gonna finish it off Your with luck. the Hollywood Studios. And Chuck, why don't you tell us what attraction are you taking him to that best exemplifies Hollywood Studios? I I think this is gonna be the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Yeah. Mm. Um. Maybe the fish people will get caught in one of the grates or something as we fly up and down. Or maybe our grasp of alternate dimensions 
will scare them and they'll just be like, you know what? They made the elevator go forward. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Witchcraft. <laughs> I like that. I like that that answer. It seems like it is the most sort of it checks all the boxes that that ride. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Jeff. All right. So I am going to preserve Voyage of the Little Mermaid for a couple of reasons. One of them is I think it's on its last legs, so it'd be kind of cool to <laughs> use this as a little time. Yeah, I get it. Um, <laughs> can you put it in a little time capsule and help us uh, preserve it for uh, eternity? And But also it represents, uh, this is kind of the corny side, but it does represent kind of the rebirth of the Walt Disney Company. And so without the Voyage, without the Little Mermaid, we probably wouldn't even, you know, have any any anything left uh, from Disney that we all kind of <laughs> cherish. So it kind of kicked off the rebirth of all that renaissance, as they say. That's a good answer. It, it is a good answer. Like Disney. I used to think that when I wanted to be an actor, I, I really wanted to play Prince Eric in that show because he has two lines. He says, Max. And he says, <laughs> and he says, Ariel. <laughs> and he kisses her like four times. Right. So he has more kisses than lines. He has more kisses than lines, and he does it like six times a day, and that's like his gig. <laughs> right. Unfortunately, I started losing my hair at 18, so um, <laughs> it was not to be. Um, all right, so I'll go then. Um, I'm kidding, Annie. I would never skip you. <laughs> I was I was just, yeah, I'm used to it by now. Um, okay, so I'm going to pick the obvious answer. Oh, everybody knows that I'm going to pick. I shouldn't even do that. It's going to be Rock and Roller Coaster, of course. Again, uh, I want the aliens to get a little slice of our pop culture. They get a fun ride on a roller coaster. They get uh, my sweet tagline, Chris, can you grab my black Les Paul? They'll be like, oh, that's what that's from. We get it now because I'm sure they already listened to this. Well, they needed then... to listen to something as they were traveling intergalactically. <laughs> of course. Everyone all over the universe listens to this podcast. And uh, so then they'll get exposed to like some of our greatest music that we've ever produced as Earthlings as well. So it's just it's it's win, win, win all around. But not Kiss. Exactly. Not kiss. Peter, Chris, can you pick up my blacklist, Paul? <laughs> the Sorry, star man. Bring, bring it back to kiss. The okay. star man, the, the love child. What are they? What are the names of them? They have like names, right? The psychopath. Ace Frehley. <laughs> yeah. Gene Simmons. Those are the actual names, but they have like nicknames <laughs> like goat, the goat boy, you know, but black and white. Um, Patty man. I have to say, I, I agree with Chuck. This is the only time we've overlapped on any of these, and I, Chuck, it's the right answer. I think you, Tower of Terror. Thank you. Yeah, you, you, it's just, it might be the most perfect attraction in all of the parks, and it, it checks all the boxes. It is old time Hollywood. It's got perfect theming. It's, it's got thrills. It's got technology. It's just a great ride. I know this isn't about the best ride, but in this case, the best ride is the correct ride as well. 
Well, the and, only sad thing is you can't actually stay there. That'd be the, the ideal oh, thing. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool? That would be awesome. But that wasn't ever part of the question. You've ruined it now, Jeff. You've ruined my love for <laughs> the Tower of Terror because now I want to stay there. <laughs> Although, can you imagine like trying to sleep in one day and just hearing those elevators drop over and over again? <laughs> right. It's like, I want a room away from the elevator. <laughs> and away from the doors at the top. <laughs> the way from the and doors at the top. Away from the ghosts. <laughs> um, all right. We have one final loop around uh, to the to the crew here. What restaurant, Chuck, would you take the aliens to at Hollywood Studios? Now, this is a little bit of a tough one here because Hollywood Studios. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to say, so it, it's two options, but I think I'm going to go with um, Mama Melrose. A Mama Melrose. <laughs> if if they think that is the epitome of Italian dining, we're in pretty good shape. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I get I, that. I like like the little you know the tchotchkes in there and that. Uh, what does Dave say? I, I probably can't say what Dave says because I don't know. You know what the it is. The bric-a-brac. The, the very, like, uh, extra, you know, hey, it's fake New York City, fake L.A. dining. Yeah. Um, what does he say? G Gavosh? Zsa Gabor? Oh, gosh. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Gosh? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think it, no, we're not talking about ghosts. <laughs> Do you mean warlocks? <laughs> Oh, yes, warlocks. How foolish of me. But that, uh, you know, no, this is a, it's taking a strange turn. Um, <laughs> Jeff, would you like to <laughs> reel us back, back in toward the reality of saving the Earth from aliens? Absolutely. I would definitely pick the 50s Primetime Cafe. Oh, uh, that's a much better answer. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the perfect cultural snapshot uh, of... of I guess sitting around a table as a family and earthlings uh, eating um, while watching meats. TV. Yeah, while watching TV, it, it's usually a rerun uh, that I've seen. Uh, what's a rerun? Um, everybody's got. It's all TV. new to them. Um, but yeah, I think that's a cool little snapshot of uh, our culture. Plus meatloaf. Plus PB and J milkshake. Ooh. Even though they're fish people, maybe they're not lactose intolerant. <laughs> what a world that would be just being a fish person and you can't have milk <laughs> tell me about it nightmare uh, Annie where are you taking us um okay I have the correct answer which is the sci-fi dine-in yeah uh, sci-fi dine-in what the what's the full complete name of that? Why am I blanking? Sci-fi dining. Jerry, oh, how do you? It's, oh. it's late at night. My brain no working now. But uh, sci-fi dining theater, whatever the heck the full name of it is. Uh, the point of it is is that I think that the aliens would enjoy again the ambiance is very nice. They get some good American burger type, milkshake type food. 
and they get to see a funny little representation of how Americans in the past, so we can separate, ha ha ha, wasn't it silly how those silly people viewed the aliens? Not like we, who have progressed past that view, so they won't get offended. They can just look at it with <laughs> us and, and laugh at the silliness, and they can sit in a little car. Perfect. It's cool. um, It's great. I, I, I have questions. Yeah. Are some of those movies not anti-aliens, aliens attack movies? Right, yeah. because they are all from like 70 years ago, we can say, ha ha ha, weren't <laughs> they silly back then? We don't hold those same views now. Yeah, Let's because see. if there's one thing humans are known for, it's their progressive nature. <laughs> Alienists. I think we are. I think we continue to progress no matter how much we try not to. Humanity will refuse us to stop progressing. No yeah, we can't we figure try. out the aliens. I've figured them out, yes. <laughs> and they will enjoy the sci-fi dining theater. I think that's a great answer, Annie. That was going to be my answer. Um, but <laughs> since, since you took it, I'm going to go with the Brown Derby because... Wow, I who... really thought somebody was going to pick the Star Wars or was going to pick Oga's Cantina. Is that, I don't think that's a restaurant. That's a bar. Well, I would count it as dining. Listen, the closest to dining at Oga's is a Jello shop. Then Storm Bay Nine or whatever the heck. <laughs> I just I think it's cut. too gauche. Do it a Quite. Uh, I just <laughs> go with the. <laughs> Quite, yeah. Uh, I I go with the Brown Derby because, you know, it's uh, it's boring and. Uneventful. That's it. <laughs> and hey, that wraps it up. And guess what, guys? We got good news for right, live off the ticker. Breaking news: the aliens have left satisfied. We did it. We did it. We saved the Earth. You still use a ticker? I still have a ticker. Yeah, just it just comes to my desk sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Usually it doesn't do anything. I'm surprised it came. Something came through, but did I tell yeah. you that was my That's millennial uh, test? If you knew what a ticker tape parade was, who well, did you give this test to? Well, <laughs> you three are just you breaking the rules. You all three of you know what ticker tape parades were. So, Dan, are you Gen X or millennial? I'm Gen X. Oh, yeah, okay old. then. I don't know why I said that. But okay then. <laughs> it's his youthful nature. I was born in 1980. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. My test still stands. I I know from a ticker tape parade. Wait, is your insinuation that millennials don't understand what ticker tape parades are? Uh, it's a good 90% failure rate. Annie, you know what a ticker tape parade is, yes? It's like. A parade where they she likes old around, she likes right? old things like the little uh the paper the cut up paper yeah. she's watched crap movies her whole it's, life she knows but it's not cut up paper it's literally from the tickers from the stock market <laughs> yeah it's just they, Which they is throw paper. It and it's like streamers basically yeah a lot of people think it's just like streamers but anyway sorry sorry to derail the whole conversation <laughs> Well, that wraps it up. We've been saved. <laughs> and and in, in celebration, we throw ourselves a ticker tape parade. Huzzah! 
that that everyone's like, what the hell is this stuff? <laughs> Quite right. Uh, that wraps up the episode, guys. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we, we wrap it up for the night? Nope. Hmm. I just saw that they were... Wait, wait, wait. I I found something to talk about. All right. All right. I just saw that they were using um, Indiana Jones as overflow for mobile ordering right now. Like people Uh, are waiting in in the... Waiting and or picking up from. Oh, interesting. Whoa. I think more waiting would make more sense. straight off the ticker? It is actually straight off the ticker. I heard a a little beep, 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 and I'm like, oh, what is this? Morse code. What's going on? Um, but it wasn't Morse code. It was the ticker that so, uh, was that story. Universal, we, we got to sample both parks in Orlando, both sides of the uh, fence in Orlando this summer. And uh, Universal set up these uh, uh, like mask-free zones. Uh, both places set up mask-free zones. It's kind of like you can chill without your mask. Um, Universal used their uh, dead theater that used to have uh, the Sinbad uh, stunt show. Uh, it was brilliant. It's a huge amphitheater. It's covered with fans. Um, it's very just a copycat of Indiana Jones stunt show. But I don't know why Disney's not using that giant area for like just a nice, chill place. Down area. Can, yeah. Because you need to staff someone there. Yeah. Well, I know, but the whole idea was pretty cool. They'd actually kinda... probably need to staff a couple of people there because of the just the general size of it. Yeah, that's fine. Universal did that. I mean, it's just the fact that it's just a massive open space that you kind of sit down and not worry about masks for a little while but and mm. eat maybe sorry no no apologies that was fantastic thank you so much jeff <laughs> uh, that about wraps it up for today everybody thanks for joining us uh annie where can people find you on the social media um, you can find me on Instagram at DJ Phobe. That's D J P H O B. Awesome. That's uh, it. It, no other, you know, podcasts or any, anything or anything like that. Oh, <laughs> oh, what, what you mean? You mean our podcast? Is that what you mean? One that you and I do separately? On the I hadn't side? really thought about. Oh yeah, I guess you could. I mean, mention it if. Well, if you like Dan and I. Obviously, you can get more of us at the Fast Pass podcast, wherever podcasts are sold. We've been reviewing movies from the year 2000. We just did uh, The Legend of Bagger Vance. The Legend of Vance, baby. It's really bad. Uh, (laughs) Chuck, where can we find you on the social media? I could be found on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the Chat. Great. Uh, Jeff? Um, Braindead92 on Twitter and or just plain old Braindo on Instagram. Awesome. And you can find me at BeefyDisney on Twitter and at BeefyMuchacho on Instagram. And if you wanted to join us in, on the social universe, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for joining us. It's been a real treat. Have a magical day.
You've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon.